Welcome to the Thriving Through Menopause podcast. Dr. Anaka Yembe, your host, is dedicated to helping you navigate the transformative journey of menopause and perimenopause. Particularly focused on achieving menopausal weight loss and reducing belly fat. As a postmenopausal physician herself, who has helped thousands of women experiencing the significant life stage, she understands the unique challenges you face. Listen in as we explore a wide range of topics aimed at supporting you in your health and wellness journey. Hopefully, the practical tips and strategies offered potentially help you adopt an empowering approach towards menopausal weight loss and belly fat reduction. And now here's your host, Dr. Inaka Yembe. Menopause is something that every woman will go through, yet the topic still carries some amount of mystery and several misconceptions. Most of us women are unprepared and sometimes even uninformed about what to expect as we get to this natural stage of life called menopause. Hello. My name is Dr. Inaka Yembe, and this podcast is called the Menopause Weight Loss Solutions Podcast. This is my very first episode, so I will be introducing myself and we'll talk about some definitions of what exactly menopause is. Hello there. If you are a female in menopause or perimenopause, really age of 35 and above, and if you're struggling with belly fat, body fat, trying to get healthy, unsure what to do with menopausal symptoms, then this is the podcast for you. Just a brief history about myself, why I am so passionate about helping women lose weight. It really starts off with my personal journey. I'm one of those people who talk about a journey and have been through the journey and are still in it. So I was born at about 10 pounds I grew up into an overweight child, an obese teenager, and an obese adult. Unfortunately, I was mocked and bullied as a child because of my weight. And that made me seek food for comfort, which just made matters worse. I was very self-conscious. I was very anxious and depressed because of my weight. However, as I grew into a teenager, I started exploring different diets. I have tried it all and failed. So I'm here to tell you the things that will help you so you don't spend too much time, waste your money on doing things that don't work. Anyway, fast forward, I became a mother of two. I felt slightly comfortable. My weight had blossomed into the 250s. However, I was comfortable at that point. I don't know if you can relate with me. At 250 pounds, I felt I had two children. I was a mother. I had these young girls who were going through school. I was running back and forth. And so, of course, I deserved quote unquote, the right to walk around with several pounds, even though I was a practicing physician at the time. I did struggle though to lose the weight. I struggled emotionally and physically, but my weight just spiraled way out of control and hit the 300 pounds. I hit rock bottom and my turning point was in 2010 when I lost my brother to an accident. My dad called me with the news of my brother's death. And that was when I hit rock bottom. I could not stand to have my dad have to bury another child. So I decided this was the time. I did the only thing I knew at that time. I started cardiovascular exercises. I did Zumba. I started walking and then running. I did 5Ks and then half marathons and full marathons. 
I ended up losing about 70 pounds in two years. And by that time, I had hit menopause. My menopause started somewhere around the age of 47. Hot flashes and all the discomfort that comes with hot flashes, lack of sleep, brain fog, mood swings, and far and beyond. My belly fat was here. For some reason, it seems like it was just around the belly. That's when I decided to dig deep. Almost 14 years ago, I decided to learn about weight loss and about menopause and take action and practice what I had learned. I learned one of the few things very, very early that all this cardio, cardiovascular exercises, as much as I did those, they were not working. I learned about how to adjust my mindset because you see, throughout this time, I was seeking things from outside of myself to come in and help me lose the weight. I never thought about adjusting my mindset. And we'll talk about that in another show. I never thought about how to fix my mind and start thinking in ways for successful weight loss. I had so many negative thoughts about myself. And each time I did any program or tried to lose weight, I told myself I would just try. After all, I'm not sure if it's going to work, but it's just not going to hurt me to try. So I spent quite some time wasting time and making so many mistakes. And now I am about almost 14 years after I started my weight loss journey. And I am currently today, I weighed 154 pounds. Yes, I still struggle, but I have learned. And I currently coach women online in an online weight loss program called the 1021 Day Bootcamp. That program started in 2000. I have worked with hundreds of women on that program. I do run an outpatient clinic as well in the hospital, a weight loss clinic. And I've got social media pages where I share my thoughts and my experience. So let's talk about some definitions since this is our first episode. Number one, what is menopause? Menopause is something that every woman will go through at some point. It is part of a natural aging process. And during menopause, one of the biggest things that happens as you approach menopause is that your hormone, your female hormone called estrogen, its level starts to fluctuate. For some women, it starts as early as the age of 30s. For most women, it starts around the age of 35, where that female hormone that is produced by your ovaries, it starts to wax and wane. Its levels start to fluctuate. You may not really feel anything initially. However, you get to a point where your menstrual cycles start to change. They become irregular. And for most women, the complete cessation of menstrual cycles after 12 months, meaning when you have had no menstrual cycles for 12 months, so retrospectively, that's when you start menopause. I have met some women who are mistaken or have a misconception about menopause. They feel like menopause is something that I'm going to go through and is going to end at some point. That's not true. Once you get into menopause, you stay in menopause. So you become menopausal for the rest of your life. That is a natural process. For other women though, the process is induced by something else. Maybe you had surgery and your ovaries were removed, or maybe you had some treatment, typically chemotherapy, and then your ovaries stopped 
working and you would go into menopause right away. But the main thing that happens with menopause is that your estrogen level is low or you no longer produce it. During this stage of life, we experience initially so many symptoms. We're very familiar with the symptoms, hot flashes, mood swings, night sweats, brain fog, fatigue, lack of motivation, your skin is dry, vaginal dryness, low sex drive, the list goes on and on and on. Most of us have experienced it. However, when it comes to your weight, there are some specific things that happen. And I always say as a female, I can control the impact that the hormonal changes have on my body. This way, I just don't have to let my body be controlled by hormonal changes. So for the purposes of this introductory podcast, that very first podcast, let's talk about the one main hormone. And that hormone is estrogen. It's the female hormone. I call it the power hormone. It's the hormone that determines our metabolism when we are young. It's the hormone that determines how our body fat is distributed. It's the hormone that determines our body shape, our breasts, and it's the hormone that determines our menstrual cycles as well. However, when you go into menopause, your body experiences a decrease. So, a decline in the production of estrogen. Estrogen plays a crucial role in regulating your body's metabolism as well as your body's fat distribution. So there's several effects. Number one, when your estrogen level declines, and I'm going to give you a few tips here at the end of this podcast on what you can do to counteract this decline in estrogen. But it's important for you to know what happens to your body. This way, you know how to combat its effects. So declining estrogen levels do cause a decline in your basal metabolic rate. So what this means is that your body is going to burn fewer calories at rest and it would make it easier for you to gain weight. So right there off the bat, we women in menopause, we know we can no longer be eating the same portions of food that we ate when we were 20 years old or when we were 25 years old. It may be too much. The second thing that happens with declining estrogen levels is that you go through a process called sarcopenia. We start to lose muscle mass. Of course, reduction in muscle mass, once again, muscle is metabolic very active. And so when your muscle mass declines, again, naturally because of declining estrogen levels, then your basal metabolic rate will also drop. Another thing that happens because of declining estrogen is that you become a little bit more insulin resistant. Why is that? Because estrogen regulates insulin sensitivity. This is important in maintaining blood sugar levels. And so when estrogen levels drop, insulin sensitivity can decrease decline, causing you to have higher blood sugars and causing you to be more likely to gain weight. When your insulin levels are higher because you're now insulin resistant, insulin is a fat storage hormone. So right there, we have to control our nutrition in order to control this insulin resistant. That tends to happen naturally as we get older. Another thing that happens with declining estrogen levels is that our body fat is now redistributed. See, when we had high levels of estrogen as a younger female, estrogen in 
influences the pattern in which fat is stored in our body. So when you're younger, fat is typically stored in your hips and in your thighs. But when you get older, that declining estrogen level increases the tendency for the fat to no longer be stored in your hip and your thighs and now is stored in the belly area. And that's one of the places where the belly fat comes from. So very important for you to remember that. So when I give you some tips on how you can regulate your nutrition and your habits in order to counteract this declining estrogen level, you will now know why. All right. Another thing that happens when the estrogen level drops is that estrogen plays a role in our appetite. Estrogen has a role in regulating our hunger cues. And so when estrogen levels decline, there is an increased appetite. Imagine that you have more cravings, you have a bigger appetite, you feel like eating a little bit more. Meanwhile, your body's metabolism has dropped. And so you have a higher tendency to store body fat as an older female now. Another thing that happens is that declining estrogen levels also causes imbalances in other hormones. And the two main ones are leptin, which is your satiety hormone. And the other one is cortisol, which is your stress hormone. And that one is also a belly fat storage hormone. As we get older in menopause, of course, life happens. We have a little bit more responsibility. We have a few more things happening to us. And so as stress level creeps up and then the stress hormone cortisol is levels are a little bit higher and that also causes our bodies to store a little bit more fat. So that's really in a nutshell what menopause is. We've defined it how you can get into menopause naturally. And some women, it happens because of medicines or because of surgery where both ovaries are removed. So now we'll talk about some key takeaway points. What can you do as a female to counteract this declining estrogen levels. Of course, some women qualify to get menopausal hormone replacement therapy. However, menopausal hormone replacement therapy, which we will save for another episode, is not meant for weight loss. Very important for you to know that you may qualify. Please go speak to your doctor early because it may help you. But just think about the changes that are happening in your body that we've talked about because of this declining estrogen level. What can you do? Number one, we need to prioritize protein consumption in our diet. So of course, you want to eat a little bit more protein. The way to look at it, and I always say, speak to your doctor to make sure that you can do this. So what I recommend you doing is two things. Number one, look at your ideal body weight, pull up a BMI chart and look up your ideal body weight. Take that ideal body weight, multiply by one, and that's how many grams of protein you need to consume per day. So for example, my ideal body weight is 155 pounds. So I need to consume 155 pounds grams of protein per day. Another formula that you can use is take your current body weight and multiply that by 0.73. That's how many grams of protein we need to consume per day. However, if you think about you're losing muscle mass because of declining estrogen levels, your basal metabolic rate is declining. You do want to consume more protein. All right talking a little further about proteins. 
We want to make these proteins that we are consuming as natural as possible. So I'm going to want to consume things like chicken, fish, turkey, ground beef, or if I'm vegetarian, there's a long list of plant-based protein foods that you can incorporate into your nutrition. But bottom line, you want to increase your protein consumption. The second thing that you can do, remember, basal metabolic rate is decreasing. Insulin resistance is also increasing. So to avoid that increase in insulin levels, you do want to clean up the diet, clean up the diet. We want to remove things like refined sugars from a diet. That's the biggest one. (laughs) Refined sugars are so dangerous. Sugars are inflammatory. Sugars will cause your joints to hurt more. They already are very sore because of menopause. So you want to remove those from your diet. Sugars will further increase your insulin levels, cause you to store more weight, more belly fat. So how do I clean up my diet? The easiest thing to do is to eat more natural foods and move away from processed foods as much as possible. I say as much as possible because we cannot shoot for perfection. Once you look to have everything perfect, then you may even make it more difficult for yourself and make it easier for you to fail. I generally follow the 80-20 rule. So that means if I'm 20% inaccurate or 80% accurate, then I'm okay. The things that you do more often will prevail anyway. So when we talk about cleaning up your diet, let's say one day out of a week, You went ahead and had, I don't know, a handful of potato chips, which is the worst. But if you had a handful of that, it's not really going to damage your whole lifestyle now that you've decided to be so healthy. All right. So we've talked about increasing protein in our nutrition. We've talked about cleaning up the diet and removing as much refined sugars as we can. The next thing that you can do is exercise. Start moving. And when I talk about exercise, don't make it too complicated for yourself. Make it easy. If you have not been exercising, start walking. Walking is great. If you have not been exercising, just get up every time you eat, go for a walk. If you're at work too long, when you take a break, walk around, just make it a habit of walking. That will help you. If you're somebody who has been exercising, this is when I want you to start thinking about, especially for those of us women in menopause, we want to start thinking about doing more resistance exercises. So doing things like push-ups, squats, so that's using your body weight now as resistance. And then If you're in the gym, for example, or at home, you can use dumbbells or resistance bands. So just anything to increase the resistance of your workouts, do some resistance exercises. That actually helps you maintain your muscle mass even better. Muscle is more metabolically active compared to fat. And so when you have more muscle compared to fat, then you burn more calories even at rest. So this is the reason why I want you to do more resistance exercises. All right. The next thing that you want to do to counteract this decline in estrogen, remember how we talked about estrogen, its decline can cause increase in cortisol, which is that stress hormone. Cortisol is a belly fat storage hormone. Another thing that makes cortisol level rise is stress. So we want to start practicing some stress reducing activities. Start doing things to reduce your stress, either meditation or 
relaxation techniques, yoga, finding some quiet time, just some things to de-stress because chronic stress can cause so many problems mentally and physically. It will cause you to have increased belly fat storage. All right. The very next thing we want to do is sleep. Sleep is a big one. Now, sleep is really important for everyone. Anyone who's trying to lose weight, you're going to hear this over and over and over. You want to sleep at least seven to nine hours nightly. Why is that? Because your hunger and your satiety hormones are actually regulated during sleep. There are two hormones, leptin, which tells you you're full, ghrelin, which tells you you're hungry. So if you don't sleep enough, your ghrelin levels are high all the time. You tend to have more cravings. You tend to be hungry all the time. So I want you to practice some healthy sleep habits. Build that into your lifestyle. The last thing I'll talk to you about today is water, hydration. It's very important for us to drink water. Why is that? Even studies show that a little bit of dehydration will slow down your weight loss. So if you're interested in losing weight and getting rid of belly fat, especially if you're in menopause, you do want to increase your water intake. For women, you want to drink about two and a half liters of water daily. For men, it's about 3.2 or 3.5 liters of water daily. Very, very important. So we've talked about really a few takeaways that you can start to implement immediately. I hope these tips help you. I hope that you can start increasing your protein consumption, get some exercise, add some resistance exercise, just get active. We'll dig deeper into each of these topics because these are big topics. But I just wanted to jump in here <laughs> in the first episode, introduce myself, talk about what menopause is and give you some quick tips that you can incorporate into your lifestyle. Right now, I want you to get on this and start doing this immediately. Why? Remember, you can look good and feel good at every age. And I will see you in the next episode. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Thriving Through Menopause. We hope you found valuable insights and practical advice to support your journey. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, share it and review. Your feedback is greatly appreciated. Remember, menopause doesn't have to be a challenge. It can be an opportunity for growth, renewal, and self-care. Connect with us on social media, where we share additional resources, tips, and advice to help you along your path. Once again, thanks for listening in, and we hope you'll join us again on the next episode of Thriving Through Menopause. Until then.